I'm Kenethia Powell, and welcome to Get Lifted, the podcast. I believe we all came to this earth with a gift inside of us, and it is our job to figure out what that is, refine it, and remove all barriers within ourselves that prevent us from fulfilling that purpose. We all have a deep desire to become the best version of ourselves. Fulfilling that desire will take time, courage, and self-love. We have to be ready to learn new things, be open to change, and allow the lessons learned to lead us to a new awakening. The journey to an elevated life starts right now. Failure is a stepping stone to greatness. I came across this quote last year. I was working on a huge project. You know, this was the this was the project of my dream. I had worked like six years to bring this thing to life. And I was in the position to where this thing was finally going to happen. It was serious. It was about to go down. Like I was like in the place to like leave my nine to five for this. That's how big it was. You ever approach a big dream and you've, you've done the research, you've done the work, your bag is packed, you got your running shoes on, and you sprinting towards the edge of that cliff to take that leap. And right when you bend your knees to jump off, you hear a small voice that tells you to wait. Yeah, I heard that. Now, initially, I was going to ignore this voice because I was thinking, oh, girl, that's just your fear. You've done the work. You've done the research. You've prepared. You've got the team. You ready to go forward. Take the, go, take, take the jump. It's time. It's you. And soon as I, I decided that I bit my knees again to, to jump off that cliff and, cliff and the voice got louder and it said, no, I think you need to wait. And I'm like, come on, dude. Like anybody who knows me knows that I'm a move forward no matter what kind of person. And I'll figure it out in the storm. You know, um, we're going to get through this. We're going to keep pushing. That ain't nothing but your fear talking. That ain't nothing but the devil coming to steal, kill, and destroy your dream. Keep it moving. And then the voice got louder. It was almost yelling. Actually, it was yelling. And it was like, no, stop and wait. So reluctantly, I followed the order to stop. (sighs) Whilst I was waiting, I watched my entire dream fall apart. Now, (laughs) uh, totally unexpected. You ever been so devastated by something that you just You just got to sit down and you don't care where it is. If it's in a chair, in the dirt, on the floor, you just need to sit down. That's where I was. I needed to just sit down. So I I just, I just sat down, you know, I sat on my stairs and just, I think I shed some tears. I'm pretty sure there were tears. It felt like there were tears. I felt like I'd been stabbed in the side and was bleeding out, you know, It was a kick in the teeth. I was devastated, man. It was like, this was my dream. This was my baby. I was giving birth to something and there was something wrong with it. Like, I was sick. I I was 
Anybody who's ever failed at anything knows exactly what I'm talking about. When you put in the work to make a dream happen and it doesn't, it is the worst feeling in the world. And if you were going through it alone, that's one thing. You can kind of like ease through it and bump through without people actually knowing about it. And you can, you know, when you suffer in silence and behind closed doors, it's always better than when you have a whole crew working for you and they're looking at you like, what are we going to do? You know, I'm sitting there trying to hold it all together, dying inside. I felt like a failure. I felt like a failure. You know, in front of everybody who, would, you know, followed me and believed in me. I felt like I failed them. <sighs> you know, when you're a leader, you can't just sit in a space. Even though I was falling apart and dying inside, I had people working for me. And they didn't deserve to, they didn't need to see some weeping, insecure person in front of them. They needed a leader at that point, you know. So... I gathered my crew and stood there and delivered the news that this dream, this baby we were uh we were putting together wasn't gonna happen. You know, I gave an honest account and asked for understanding and patience. And I did what I could do to make it right, you know. Um I forget who it was who said adversity introduces a man to himself. <laughs> yeah. That's, yeah, that was, that was a difficult, a difficult time. You know, um, after I had, I think, came back from that, you know, or was working to come back from that, everything was over, people were out of my house and things were seemingly back to normal. Um, I had to allow myself the space to feel what I needed to feel, like, I was devastated. I, I, there's no other word that I can put to that. You know, I, in my mind, I had already left my job. And now that this dream, this baby had fallen apart, I had to like fix my mindset to go back into this space. You know, um, man, <laughs> that was, that was, that was one of the hardest things that I've had to do because when you're a dreamer and you, you get so close to that dream becoming a reality and it's, it's hard to shift back into nine to five day to day kind of lifestyle. Um, and, and it breaks your heart. It really does. You know, um, it costs you something to dream. It costs you something to to go after it. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, after I allowed some time to to unpack all of this stuff, you know, I have this rule that I cannot take up real estate in darkness. So I give myself a certain amount of time to sulk, pout, whatever I need to do, feel on, full on, feel whatever I need to feel. And then I need to ask myself an empowering question and move forward. Those are the rules that I play by. Um, I'm 
on this journey of being intentional. And that's just how it works for me. You know, so I give myself usually one to two days. Sometimes it slips to a week. If I'm being honest, <laughs> it does that sometimes. But usually I really work to stick to the two-day rule. So after those two days, I ask myself an empower question. And that's usually seven words that I use. And that question is, I can't change it. So now what? I can't change it, so now what? And at the end of that question, that moment, I make the decision to get up and work to find a solution. I have to lean deeper into my why and let go of every thought that doesn't move me toward my goal. So what I know for sure is that the power of your words spark life into your future. Some of us are asking questions that don't empower us when things fail. Like, why is this happening? Why me? I mean, that doesn't empower anybody. And you're never happy with the with the answer that the universe gives you. I mean, you sit in self-pity because we don't get the answers that we want. And it, you know, it sucks. But I, I realized that by doing that enough that I got to shift my questions. If I want better answers, I got to I have to ask better questions. So now I ask questions like what's trying to emerge in my life and what is this failure trying to teach me? I realize that if I ask your empowering questions that move me to a higher way of thinking, I'll get what I need from the universe. And when you get the answer from the universe stand in the space of allowing and be willing to go anywhere the universe wants to take you i'm game for that as long as it's forward i'm on board all on board i don't know how i made it through this perceived failure and i say perceived for pur- on purpose because failure really isn't a failure you know it's really there to just teach you something you know, um, to grow you in a way. I thought I was there to build a dream. But maybe I was placed in that position to build me. To make me recalibrate how I think and how I handle issues. Maybe this fall was necessary, you know. There's a saying that goes... The person you become during the storm is just as as important as getting through the storm. The character that shows up determines whether or not you'll see that lesson again somewhere down the road. I'm happy that I had the opportunity to stand in that place of quote-unquote failure. Because... It showed me what I was made of, you know. Um, Like I said before, I felt like I had been cut open and was dying inside. But I stood in front of my team with integrity. Fully accountable, holding myself accountable for everything that happened and was honest. And I think that's what most people want 
when they're working with you and things don't work out, just be honest about it. This is what happened. Yeah, I can't control it. This is where we are. This is what I'm doing about it. I'll let you know when we can pick up and move forward again. And that's really the best you can do. And I think people appreciate that. You know, I really do. So my question to you is how do you handle a fall? I'm always looking for tips, okay? Anything that helps me to become better. <laughs> I'm, I'm interested in having that conversation. But how do you handle a fall? Are you asking questions that empower you? Questions that lead you to a higher way of thinking? And and if you were to, and if not, if you were to shift your focus and how you were thinking about that perceived failure... What kind of effect would that have on you? How would that change up how long you sit in a in a space that didn't work out for you? How would that change for you? You know, we can't sit and stay in pain just because we got cut. You know, it's it takes strength and courage to move on from the things that made you bleed. Like, trust me, it takes some strength. It takes a lot of courage. <laughs> but I'm reminded that God can't do for you what he desires to do with you. And again, I call it God. You can call it whatever you want. Source, the universe, Allah, Yahweh, whatever. That's your choice for me. I call it God. He can't do for me what he desires to do with me. I had to get on the other side of that failure. So that he can show me why the fall was so important to my journey. And as I stand on the other side of it and look back, I'm like, wow, you know, there, there were a couple of places in there that I really needed to grow. I mean, and stretch myself. And I'm, I'm grateful now. I appreciate the fall now. Because now I can see why it was necessary for that to happen. And moving forward, I can approach my new journey, my new opportunity, opportunities with the gift of experience and the gift of knowledge. I can focus on my purpose with positive faith and walk into it with confidence. I say all that to say that failure really is a stepping stone to greatness. If you're willing to continue to step through the failure, eventually you'll end up in that in that great place. Yeah. So keep stepping. I'm Kenethia Powell and you've been listening to Get Lifted the podcast. You can follow Get Lifted on all the social media outlets. If you haven't yet, subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. Join me next time for another great episode of Get Lifted. And remember, be gentle with yourselves. We're all out here trying to figure it out. Thanks for listening. Be well.